Gusto ko pong ipakilala sa inyo ang ating Podcaster of the Week, no other than Natalie L. Ammons, Deputy Director of Communications of the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, who will talk about public safety. So, Natalie, welcome. Hi. Hi, Jane. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. You were going to talk to us about public safety and training and tips on how to go about safety, both in uh, uh, in person, over the phone, and uh, cyber safety. So take it away. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what I wanted to talk to you all about specifically today is a new way that people can report tips. Um, just a little bit of background about myself. Um, I've been with the GBI for 28 years, but I've been in public and governmental affairs with the GBI for three and a half years. And I'm also a proud member of the Philam community. So with the GBI, we are what's called an assistance agency. We have four divisions, investigative, we have the state crime lab, the Georgia Crime Information Center, and a legal division. But more specifically, um, the office or work unit that takes all of the tips in for the state is a work unit called the Georgia Information Sharing and Analysis Center, or also known as GSAC. It's part of the investigative division, and they are actually physically co-located with the FBI office in Atlanta on Mercer University's campus. But the watch desk is located at the GBI headquarters in Decatur, Georgia. So GSAC is made up of um, special agents, but also um, non-sworn criminal intelligence analysts. And what they do is they take the um, flow of raw information and turn it into actionable intelligence. And this is very important for public safety. So when we talk about tips and what a tip is, Um, what type of information you can report and how to report, that's very important that people should know. So a tip is information. It can be related to a current um, investigation. It can be a past investigation. Um, It could be something um, related to something that's going on right away, an imminent threat of life, or just something suspicious. So anything that, that you would deem as a tip, um, you can report. Now, this is not um, in any way to take place of 911. If there's something that is an emergency that has to immediately um, be reported, you should definitely um, rely on 911. However, um, that is not always, um, you know, it doesn't always have to, have to be that. You, you can also submit a tip in a different way. So there are several different ways. But the most um, recent way that we've added, it's called the See Something, Send Something mobile app. So nowadays, everyone has a cell phone. Um, Kids, grandparents, pretty much every single generation, they have cell phones. There is a mobile app. It's free. Um, If you have an Android or if you have an Apple phone, you go to um, to your app store and type in See, Send. And um, you will see the, the icon pop up for you to download the See Something, Send Something mobile app. And the, the icon that pops up, it actually has a big eye on it, like a, like a person's eye with a person standing there. 
So you search CSIN. So we launched this app back in April of 2018, and it has... Um, worked very well for us because what happens is anyone that um, reports a tip through this app, they can, um, they can add a video, they can add a photo, they can, um, you know, type in words, add a narrative, and they send it to the watch desk. Someone is sitting at our watch desk in Decatur, Georgia, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So... Any tip that comes into the watch desk, it is um, analyzed by um, the analyst that is on duty. And then what they do is they, um, I guess, lack of a better word, triage that tip. And it is disseminated to where it needs to go, if it needs to go to um, a local department or, or wherever it needs to go. That's what um, that app does. Now, we also do have a, um, we have a 1-800 number that tips can be um, sent to. It's 1-800-597-TIPS or 597-8477. Or we also have um, our website. It's www.gbi.georgia.gov. And there is um, there's an, a website online submission form made specifically for tips that someone can send a tip to. That's so pretty much any, you know, um, anyone can use um, this app. And uh, we have, I have one success story that I wanted to share with you um, before I go. And it was um, at a school, actually. It was a um, Atlanta area high school where um, a classmate showed another classmate an Instagram post that another student um, intended to, um, they said they were going to shoot up the school at 3.30 that afternoon. Um, the student that saw that Instagram post actually had the app on his phone, and he took a picture of it, and it went to the watch desk. Um, that was that morning, and all within 15 minutes, the school resource officer um, was able to locate that student and place him under arrest. And they found um, they found a pellet gun in his locker. So it went from from you know just being on the phone. The student submitted the tips through the app, and then um, you know our watch desk was able to find the school where it originated from, and they were able to resolve that. Um, that whole situation very quickly. And what the student said was that he, you know, he was comfortable using the app. He didn't feel comfortable calling 911, and he didn't feel comfortable reporting it to the teacher because he thought he might be known as a snitch. So, um, you know, a lot of, there may be some apprehension and some, um, you know, some communities to not report certain things, but a crime is a crime. And, you know, no matter who you are, if something is, um, you know, if, if something, somebody's, um, you know, if a, a crime is being committed against someone, it can be reported and you should not be afraid to. So this is just one way out of many ways um, that people can but- report tips. Yes, thank you so much. Those are those are very those are very helpful information, and I'm mm-hmm. sure you have m- much much more to share. But in the interest of time, what I want to do yeah. is like to uh, keep in touch with you, and if there's any updates, and we can 
we can broadcast it in this podcast and we can inform our listeners. So um, in the meantime, we really, really appreciate you coming in because a lot of our youngsters now, they just, um, you know, use their cell phones all the time. Who doesn't have a cell phone anymore? Even youngsters. So I will let you go. And um, I really, really thank you and appreciate you coming into the podcast. And we will talk to you soon and we will keep in touch and get updates from you. Absolutely. Thanks, Jay. Thank you so much. Bye. Magandang hapon po, mga kababayan. Welcome po sa pangalawang episode ng ating Usaping Usapang Pinoy. Ako po si Jane Rowland, ang inyong podcaster at nagpapasalamat sa Georgia Asian Times, ang ating producer. Katulad po ng sabi natin sa unang episode, ang ating pag-uusapan are, is anything interesting about Filipino Georgians, about Filipinos, anything under the sun, this and that nga po. Sana po ay magustuhan ninyo ang ating usapan at magtulungan tayong mag-improve, like I said earlier, na kailangan natin ng isa't isa para ma-improve itong show na ito. I want you to engage, makinig, ibalita at magbigay ng feedback at mga suggestions. Katulad po ng sabi ko noon, lahat po ng topics welcome, culture, religion, jobs, businesses at iba pa. So magsimula na po tayo sa Usapang Pinoy, let's talk this and that. So, ang latest pong uh, balita sa Philippine community, sa Pilipinas po as of 11, <coughs> excuse me, as of November 26, 21, there are 283 million cases of COVID and 48,205 deaths and an average of 952, I'm sorry, 954 new cases a day. So, in this connection po, nakikipag-collaborate po ang makabayan ng, of Georgia and the Philippine-American Chamber of Commerce of Georgia with the National Coalition of uh, Filipino-American Chambers of Georgia to, um, to save lives. And that's the, the, the name of the project. And that is to raise money, um, to ask people to donate um, money to send to the Philippines to buy vaccines for, for the people there. Like I said in our first episode, dito po, ayaw nating magpabakuna. Pero sa Pilipinas, that's not the case. They want to get vaccinated, but their problem is they don't have the money to buy the vaccines. They don't have the resources. So we might be okay here, but we're not okay because we know our relatives there are not. They are not vaccinated. They can't afford it. So one va- $125 buys one vaccine. So two doses is $50. So if, if you want to donate, po, please, well, b- please uh, log into makabayangeorgia.org So the money is going to go to our counterparts in the Philippines. It's not going to go to the government. So um, it will go to our counterparts there who will buy the vaccines and buy yung mga testing kits po para dun sa most, the poorest of the poor at saka yung marginalized workers ng, um, ng ating bansa. So ang aking pong update tungkol sa business, let's talk about Estrellitas naman ngayon. So, ang Estrellitas, they're updating their menus constantly and um, they're featuring intimate dining experience. Um, they want to do authentic Filipino food, but they are now fusing with other cultures. So, uh, visit them because um, 
it's a chance for you. Chance ninyo makipag-network sa ibang business owners, sa ibang mga Pilipino, the exchange cards. And I promised uh, you uh, that they are willing to come to our show and to our podcast and be a guest and explain the upcoming developments of Estrellita. Katulad po ng sabi ko noon, tandaan pong tangkilikin ang sariling atin katulad ng Kuyas, Estrellitas, Dantes Lechon, Juliets, Baked, at marami pa pong iba. Ngayon naman po ang mga major events ng December. Sa Thursday, December 9, 2021, and Friday, December 17, 2021, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., meron po tayong free webinar, and the title is Starting a Business. Ito po ay offer ng University of Georgia um, Small Business Development Center. And for more information, si Mr. Benny Santaromana po ang point of contact natin. And you can send him an email at bsantaromana at georgiasbdc.org. So that's on Thursday, December 9, and Friday, December 17th. Ngayon naman po, so Friday, uh, December 10, and Wednesday, December 15, it's another free webinar by the same um, producer, si Mr. Benny Santaromana, uh, Georgia SBDC. And the topic is how to write a dynamic business plan. So makakatulong po yun sa lahat ng taong gustong uh, pumasok sa business. And on December 11, Saturday, it is the uh, PACGA, Philippine American Chamber of Commerce Holiday Night Market in partnership with Citizen ex- Citizens Exchange, Salilburn uh, po. Um, this is non-food items, so if you're a business owner or gusto lang po ninyong uh, dumalaw doon to interact and network with other Filipinos, then please feel free to do so. And for details, please um, go to pakga.org. Okay, um, we are gonna start going back to our elephant in the room. Ngayon po, ang pag-uusapan natin ay ang tinatawag na regionalism. Um, kasi may nagtanong po kung merong daw racism sa Pilipinas. And somebody said, no, there's no racism. There is what we call regionalism. So before we get into saying racism or regionalism, let me explain what regionalism is. Um, because there's 7,000 plus islands in the Philippines, there's 124 dialects, and there's three major islands and hundreds of provinces. Meron tayong mga Ilocano, Tagalog, Bisaya, uh, Igorots, may mga indigenous tribes. Sa dami ng tao, people tend to kind of nagiging grupo-grupo yan. And then, ang tingin nila sa ibang grupo, parang kampi-kampi sila, Ilocanos versus uh, Visayans or versus Tagalogs. Ang tingin daw nila sa Ilocano, mga kuripot o mga baduy. Ang tingin nila sa mga Bisaya, hindi dumaroon mag-English na pag interchange ang INEs. Um, and so many other things. But that's what we call regionalism. Pero hindi po yun racism. Um, and that has been there for a long time. Again, if somebody disagrees with me, feel free to give me comments and send me an email. So Jane Rowland at bellsouth.net hanggang po magkaroon tayo ng sarili nating email sa podcast. So, ang racism naman, well, that's the hardest topic to talk about. So let's go to colorism right now. There is a fad going on in the Philippines which started a few years ago. Diba noon ang sabi natin ang pinakamagandang kulay sa Pilipina ay yung morena. 
the dark golden dark brown complexion that's the filipino color but you know what's going on right now every filipino wants to be white what am i talking about you've got papaya soap you've got gluta you've got all kinds of, of stuff that women use to whiten their skin they bathe in all kinds of uh, soaps to whiten their skin why because they're always saying that you know if you're light-skinned you're prettier which is not true. I'm, it's, it's, just, it's just amazing to me that's how we, I mean, our people think right now, our youngsters think. It's, uh, you know, why can't we just accept our natural color? Because brown is beautiful. Uh, well, that's what God gave us, but that's what they're now calling colorism because you go to the department stores nowadays sa, sa Pilipinas sa Shumart kung saan saan sa Rustans I don't know the sa Mega Mall every store that you go to they always have products to lighten up your skin which to me is just all I can say is shaking my head yun po ngayon naman po ang racism um a lot of people will deny this. A lot of Pinoys will deny this. Tatanggihan nila, hindi, hindi racist ang Pilipino. Pero sa totoo lang, totoo. Ang mga Pilipino may pagka-racist yan. Hindi lang, it's not talked out in the open. Pero, pintasera. Pintasero, pintasera ang mga Pilipino. Sa totoo lang, because like, an example I'll give to you, because I'm not making this up, yung last Last na Miss Universe uh, contest, which happened in, uh, I can't remember it hap- where it happened, but there, there's this beautiful, um, I think she's a Canadian mm-hmm. contestant, and she's really, really black. Her skin was black. And the postings on Facebook came from Filipinos, and they were in Tagalog, na pinipintasan ang, ang maitim na kandidata na ito. It just so happened that uh, this contestant translated it, and it was horrible. Nakakahiya po yun. Panayang pintas niya. Kasi pintas ng mga Pilipino, ang pinagsasabi, like, ay, ang itim niya para siyang, para siyang multo. Or all kinds of horrible things. Which, when I read it, it was kind of embarrassing. So, so there you are. And a friend of mine will tell you that yung mga, mga Pilipinang nakapag-asawa ng mga itim, they're, they're experiencing all this. So, we will talk more about that because I know that has triggered a lot of taskila ngayon and I'm going to get a lot of feedback about that. But I welcome all your comments. So um, with that said, let's uh, we switch to um, a, f- a more fun topic. Uh, continuation po ng Marites. <laughs> so I have five names. Mariel, Maring Eliang Elias at Chismis. Mare Chris, Mare Crisis ngayon. May extra ka ba? Maricar, Mare, kararating ko lang anong chika. And Maria din, Mare, Mare na walang na always in denial. Maritin, Maria din. I have three words of wisdom inspiring um, words to you today. The three C's, choices, chances, and changes. You must make a choice to take a chance or your life will never change. Ibig sabihin, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, don't expect a different result. Alright, moving on. Meron pa akong four, uh, no, th- uh, four fun facts. Three pala. Yung uh, unang-una, about the Philippines, unang-una, guess the bird. 
the national bird in the is the Philippine eagle. The wingspan can be 7 feet wide. Pero ang hindi po ninyo alam, endangered species na po siya. There's only 500 left in the Philippines. Here's another fun fact, uh, which I'm, I'm sure everybody knows. Karaoke! <laughs> Karaoke sa iba. Napaka-importante po niyan sa Pilipino. There's no household in the United States that doesn't have a karaoke machine. Truly, except me. Sa ilib alone. <laughs> but what you don't know, the karaoke has been, was invented by a Japanese musician and his name is Dizuki Inoue. However, it was patented by a Filipino named Roberto del Rosario. And he was the one who came up with the karaoke sing along system in 1975. So there you go, another thing to be proud of. And here's the fun part too. Filipinos love their shopping malls. And they don't love it because they love to shop. <laughs> they love it because of the heat and humidity in the Philippines. They go to the malls for the air condition. They walk around, walk around until they cool down and they go back home. But also to let you know that the three biggest shopping malls in the world is in the Philippines, are in the Philippines. The first one is SM Mall of Asia, the second one is SM Mega Mall, and the third one is SM North Edsa. Alright? Panahon na po para magpaalam ulit. Pero bago sa lahat, gusto ko pong i-announce kung ano ang i-expect natin sa next episode. We will have the privilege and pleasure of listening to Raymond Partoland, Executive Director of API Boats. So we will continue to talk about other elephants in the room and respond to your questions you filled out today and the last episode. Sana po nagustuhan ninyo ang ating episode ngayon. Hinihiling ko na makibahagi kayo sa ating usapan para po sa kaalaman nating lahat para makapaglingkod tayo sa ating kapwa. Knowledge is power, ika nga. At tulad ng pangako ko, patuloy tayong mag-uusap sa mga topics na nakakagising ng isip. So I hope you listen in again. Tell your family and friends to listen. And please subscribe to our weekly podcast, Usapang Pinoy. Hanggang sa muli, paalam muna sa ngayon. Kay Ramiram